You are listening to the Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZWLP Conroe and 106.1 KZCCLP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Thanks for checking out this podcast on Lone Star Community Radio. If you like this show or other shows on Lone Star Community Radio, make sure to subscribe to them on YouTube and iTunes and also Google Play. Uh, If you have any questions about sponsorships or being a guest on these kind of shows, make sure you email me. I'm the station manager. Hi, my name is Dick, and you can email me at D-I-C-K at IRLoneStar.com, or you can call in and leave a message at 936-647-3776. Just want to let you know, we're here to support Montgomery County, and I hope you enjoy the show. Good morning, Montgomery County, Conroe, the greater World Wide Web. This is Christy Leggett with the Friends of Conroe filling in for the, I think we decided, infamous? Infamous. Yeah. I think that's correct. Yeah, Nathan Arizate. Um, thank you for joining us this morning. Um, hopefully, it will be a fun show. I've got a great guest here. We're going to be talking about um, some fun things with what's been going on with the Hurricane Harvey relief. Everybody's starting to get back to their regular ways of life, getting back to regular schedules, but there's, there's still a lot of things going on. And so we just kind of wanted to update everybody, let you know what's happening. Um, again, I'm filling in for Nathan Arizate. For Montgomery County Lifestyle here on Lone Star Community Radio. Thank you for joining us. Um, I'm going to go ahead and introduce my guest today, Miss Tanya Bryan. Hi, Tanya. Hi, Chrissy. How are you? Just thrilled to be here. Just thrilled <laughs> to be here. So, um, Tanya is a friend of mine. We first became acquainted with each other uh, through our mutual um, involvement with the Woodlands Chamber of Commerce. And um, it's been a blessing to know her, and I didn't really appreciate the amount of rock starness that she had until really recently when I've gotten to see it for myself. So, um, Tanya, tell us a little bit about you. Oh, my goodness. Um, I guess there's not a whole lot to say. I'm just <laughs> mom with two kiddos. Yes, and I two love precious kids. People, I love yeah. animals, and I just have a huge heart to serve. Yes. So just doing what the good Lord leads me to do. Absolutely, like the rest of us are. So right. um, we're going to kind of give you an update on some of the things that we've been working on. Um, one of the big areas that Tanya has really spearheaded has been uh, with the Woodlock subdivision over off of 242 and Needham Road. Um, it's been a lot in social media. There have been a lot of posts and everything. So we're going to clear up some of the stuff and, and kind of give you an update on what's going on there and what's going on in some of the areas. Um, and just kind of give you an update. Tell you, Share some really fun stories. We've met some pretty incredible people. We have. Yeah. And um, Russell Kalusik, who uh, wasn't able to join us today, he's been in on this uh with tanya and and really with me helping some different areas with the friends of conroe and uh, he's probably helping batman right now he probably he's a is. Superhero himself. He is and he likes to fly under the radar too so um <laughs> we're gonna make sure that he gets this youtube video so he knows that we <laughs> mentioned him and brought him up um but it's really amazing what all of our friends and neighbors are doing oh i mean from every every aspect yep. like it's not just people that you see that are prominent you know, here in the Woodlands, whether it's from an organization, I think one of the things that blew my mind is when we were all out volunteering, a group of moms showed up with their itty bitty little toddlers mm-hmm. handing out cookies and suckers and popsicles. And it was the cutest display ever Yep. because they weren't even unhappy as a two-year-old to be given somebody else's sucker. <laughs> right. So, I mean, it's everybody. Yeah. And it's really 
been cool, I know, from my perspective to see the community really come together. Yeah. Um, you know, there was always this kind of funny, invisible line at the San Jacinto River, um, you know, from South County, North County, as they would call it. Really? Because I thought it was railroad tracks. And if you're on the <laughs> east side of the railroad tracks. Well, and there's probably that line, too. That's probably very viable. Um, but it's really been cool to see that those lines really blur um, yeah. in, in all of this. I like the word blur. Yeah. I've been using that a lot because yeah. in today with everything that's going on all across our nation. Yes. God kind of washed everything away. Yes. Those waters, the lines have been blurred and nobody cares. Nobody cares. Who you are, what you're wearing, where you work, what you do, as long as you're just kind of coming together. Exactly. For the greater good. Exactly. And there, and that's what's been really cool too. So you see all these people from all over mm-hmm. our community, um, all walks of life. You know, it doesn't matter. Everybody's working together. Everybody has something to bring to the table. Yeah. Um, whether it be some kind of supplies or donation or, or maybe it's a talent or skill or maybe they just have time to give and they're right. willing to give it. Um, I would say that's one of the biggest things that that I've witnessed is just people being willing to pitch in where they can. Giving of your time, talent, and treasure, whatever that might be. Absolutely. So um, so we're going to expand on that a little bit and tell you a little bit more. Whenever we come back, we're going to take a little break. So this is Christy Leggett filling in for the infamous Nathan Arizante. A Lone Star Community Radio is ready for the summer. If you or anyone you know is looking for summer internship opportunities, A Lone Star Community Radio is a great place to grab the mic and be on the air. A Lone Star Community Radio offers a great opportunity to those interested in learning about the radio world all year round. Be an on-air personality, talk show producer, or YouTube TV podcast editor. Contact the station at info at IRLoneStar.com or call the station's message line at 936-647-3776. Good morning again. This is Christy Leggett filling in for Notorious, if that works, Nathan Erzate with Montgomery County Lifestyle here on Lone Star Community Radio. Thank you for joining us today. Um, again, I've got Tanya Bryan in the studio with me today. We're just talking about some of the relief efforts, some of the stories that that we've, you know, been able to experience over the last two and a half weeks now. You know, some in some ways that feels like a few days ago, and in some ways it feels like a year ago um, that we've been dealing with this. But um, we know that everybody in the community is is interested in what's going on. Everybody has to get back to regular lives and everything, but there's still so much that you can do to help, so many ways for you to get involved. There's still so many of our neighbors that are still dealing with some pretty catastrophic situations. So, um, Tanya, so tell me how you got started um, with helping out with over at Woodlock. This is actually kind of funny. Um, I've had so many people come up to me and tell me how guilty they felt, right? We all feel that guilt that something Worst didn't happen to us. Mm-hmm. Um, I was one of those people, and my amazing neighbor, Monica Bone Campania, I love you if you're listening. I didn't know you were um, neighbors. Yeah, we live four oh, houses down from each other. Oh, She's well. amazing. I adore her. So we kind of came together during the storm. Our neighborhood was being evacuated. We weren't sure what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And then by 
you know, by the grace of God, we were okay. Yeah. Our street was okay. Our houses were high and dry. But we were, like, overwhelmed with this feeling of what can we do to help? You know, we're two women. We've got little kids. Servant hearts. Well, but we couldn't go out. I can't go swing a hammer and right. do demo with a two-year-old. Right. Because there's going to be more than one black eye if yeah, that happens. Exactly. We already have one. <laughs> <laughs> so Monica and I thought, you know what? We'll go try to spread some joy. Let's get some waters. We'll put them on ice, get them cold. We'll make homemade cookies. The kids can help. We'll go, you know, we'll at least try to get somebody to smile. Spread some smiles, right. And when she and I first went out we were going in our neighborhood first and then we went over to the forest hill subdivision Mm -hmm. and what we saw brought us to tears it it was awful so um somehow i don't even know how it happened i think she and i posted something about it and russell had already teamed up with you Mm -hmm. friends of conroe and so he reached out and was like hey do you need some supplies like (laughs) we can help get you supplies and then all of a sudden he's helping through Uh y'all and then We've got Harper's Landing neighbors that were like, what else do you need? So everybody was kind of coming together, Mm -hmm. just trying to get volunteers and try to help. So we were helping out at Forest Hills, and they were rocking and rolling and doing a great job. Um, I have to say, I have to give a shout out to Scott McCurley from Athens, Texas. What a great guy. So y'all send him to Mm -hmm. me because he's able to come bring this trailer and cook meals. So he's cooking meals for two days I meet him in the Costco parking lot um he's here for two days he gets called out on a job so he and his crew have to leave and he tells me I'm gonna send you more people like okay Mm -hmm. um so I start getting all sorts of phone calls my phone number was shared through Hello Woodlands I have all these people reaching out to me pretty sure it's written on bathroom walls at this point don't worry mine is right there next to it don't feel bad for a really fun demo time call Tanya um so I have all these people reaching out, and then I had three different people reach out to me about Woodlock mm-hmm. and tell me. Now, had you ever been out to the Woodlock area before? Like, were you familiar with it to begin with? No, I wasn't really familiar with that particular area. Right. Obviously, I knew about Gerald Irons. Right. Senior, junior high school. Say that three times fast. I know. Very it's confusing. so confusing. Yes, it is. So we decided, we're like, you know what? We're just going to organize volunteers to come. We're going to organize donations to be delivered to Gerald Iron, mm-hmm. right? We're going to have it come to the school. Um, fortunately, we've got friends like <laughs> Melanie. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not friends with Melanie Bush, you should be. Yes, so she, she can make this happen <laughs> <right>. <laughs> quickly. So she she pretty much gets us the contact information to make sure that we can have that be a spot. Right. So they're like, hey, yeah, as long as you guys are out before school starts back, we're good. Good. So we show up there have no idea what we're going to do. I think maybe 10 or 15 people are going to show mm-hmm. up. And all of a sudden, I see like 50 volunteers just show up ready to work. Mm-hmm. And that morning, well, we'll rewind for a little bit because the evening before that, the Houston Safari Club had donated 300 pounds of venison um, to a co-op that's kind of headed up by Sherry Segari over at the Woodlands Country Club. Uh-huh. She's an amazing chef. <laughs> she calls Squash Beautiful. I have a beautiful squash. (laughs) So we're teaming up to go get that. We find a guy who can cook it. We're worried about, are we going to be able to thaw it out and be able to cook for these people? Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden that morning, I get a phone call from somebody from Athens, Texas. that says, hey, Tanya, Scott gave me your number. We're in the woodlands. We've got tons of food to cook. Where do you need us? And I'm like, come to this school. Yeah. So everybody kind of came together and then... 
Tyson chicken was mm-hmm. bringing out food and we just, we had all these people cooking and all these people volunteering. So come day two, um, all of a sudden Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints shows up and, mm-hmm. you know, Christ Community Church shows up and we've got so many people helping muck and gut and get everything mm-hmm. out of these homes and feed these people. And we calculated over 5,000 meals yeah. were cooked and fed like hot meals just on a Saturday and yeah. Sunday. So this just got started because two moms were like, how do we what help we our do? community? Yeah. And then the entire community rallied and said, no, we want to, we want to help and we're here to serve and you tell us what, what to do. do. And I mean, it just, it was crazy to see, like, I have never been a social media, like, I, I'm not that person who's yeah. going to post a picture every single day and yeah. here I'm driving, here I'm selfies. eating, this yeah. is my food, <laughs> look it, I went to a meeting, like, I, I get overwhelmed by that. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, all of this happened because of the community mm-hmm. and because of social media yeah. that al- allowed that vehicle to kind of bring everybody together and make it happen. Yeah, social media has been um, really what happened with us, too. You know, we... we Got to, friends of Conroe got together on a Monday on Monday after the storm had come through. I think it was Monday. I don't know the days all blur. Um, and we were like, "Hey, let's just get together. I've got a brisket. You've got some ribs. Mm-hmm. Let's get together and just cook for some first responders." And it ended up being this distribution center. So much like you, we were just winging it. Um, you know, we're you know we have amazing organizations mm-hmm. like the Crisis Assistance Center and Interfaith yeah. that are very skilled, um, that have the resources are very knowledgeable about how to do this. But in this case, it was kind of like, what can we do to help? Because we just need to do something. Well, you wanted to figure out, like, how do we meet these people right, right where they need something like, exactly. immediately? Exactly. And, and Monica had made a call. Like, we had that same thought. Let's be the first responders. Mm-hmm. So she called Hello Taco, and they put together 30 tacos exactly. for her immediately. Well, we went looking for the first responders, and they weren't where They're we saw them. They're all working, them. right. So we drove back out to Needham Fire Department. Mm-hmm. And when we walked in there, there so much food yes they were taking the food and putting it on trucks and taking, and it, out taking it out to the communities yeah. so like then you see these same firefighters out and you're like hey <laughs> yeah and that's and it's been really neat to see these different relationships form i mean like i've learned so much in the last three weeks yeah that i never thought i would oh, ever know me yeah yeah me too three four and five yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and the you know and it's been it's been really interesting to watch how the lists of requests have evolved and changed as, yeah. as the situation changes. And I was telling somebody the other day, you know, watching the areas that are still in need, I said, it's almost like a wound because you can see like the edges start healing, but you know, it kind of creeps in towards the middle because, you know, you've got those areas in um, Rockport, Port Aransas, Port right. Arthur, Beaumont, they're still, you know, they're still pumping water out of houses. And, um, but you know, the, the healing is coming. It's just not as instantaneous as all of us would like it to be. Well, and I think we saw some of that um, this past Sunday um, out at out at Woodlock. I got a call from, like, we've been working really closely with a gentleman by the name of Gustavo and another woman by the name of Brenda who mm-hmm. really, they picked up and said, okay, well, we're going to continue to help too. And they became, like, these individual forces where we would bring stuff to them and they're making sure that they've got, like, a little donation center right. set up and a distribution center and and they're so smart with the way they're doing it, like not putting everything all out mm-hmm. and kind of, you know, handing things out in an organized fashion so right. that you don't deplete your supplies, exactly. rationing things. But I get a call from Gustavo and he's like, hey, can you be here? You know, we're having a community gathering. Can you be here on Sunday at five? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, sure. Can I bring anything? No, we just need you to come. Well, 
We know that's not yeah, right. the case. So <laughs> I got on the phone to Sherry Segarri and I was like, hey, do you guys want to cook some meals? I don't know how many people they're going to have, but she whipped up like 200 meals of chicken parmesan. Oh my gosh. That is <laughs> She's amazing. She's texting us like, hey, can you get fresh, uh, fresh tomatoes? And could you get some parmesan? <laughs> hey, can you get... <coughs> Sorry, I'm fighting all the allergies. Uh-huh. Can you get salad dressing for 200 people? Oh, and that's so, too funny. You know, we're all coming together, and uh, we've got another person in my neighborhood who I haven't even met that I have to look just to see. Okay. Her name is Amy, and I think her last name is Richard. And I wish I could remember everybody, but there has just been. It's been overwhelming. So many people. Mm-hmm. Um, but she starts getting all the stuff through her church. and <laughs> Whipping it up. I'm going to be fired right now because I can't even find. Well, and I think that also speaks to the power of social media, too. You know, you were talking about how you, I'm not a big poster either. I'm definitely not a, a video selfie taking thing. Nathan has been trying to break me into that. At Stonebridge Church provided salad dressing for like 200 people. Oh, my gosh. And fresh tomatoes and, and Parmesan and, cheese. And y'all so. are connected via social media, I guess? Well, yeah. yeah. She reached out to me through Facebook. It's Amy Shelton Bryant. So if you're listening, Amy, you, Thank you. are a rock star. Yes, Thank you. you are. And and there have been so many instances of, of individuals that just popped up and said, hey, I can do that. Yeah. Oh, they still have, in our neighborhood Facebook page, they still have like a, an ongoing long-term meals where everybody's posting, hey, who's making this and who's making that and where should we take it? And occasionally I'll get a Facebook message or a text that's like, hey, do you know anybody who needs this? We've got this. Mm-hmm. I had somebody from another church that was like, we just, we have like 150 hot dogs to serve. Like, where, where can we go? <laughs> I sent them to Friends of Conroe last week. I was like, <laughs> hey, you know what? And we, yeah, and we, and we made good use of them. You ate them. Yes, we did. <laughs> yes, we did. Well, because- and, and then social media had compared, and I don't want to try to say that we did better or anything in the recovery than Katrina did back in 2005, but it was it, social media played a big part in, in allowing not just people in Houston to see how hard we, you know, were hit by Harvey, but right. allowed the whole country. To, yeah. Oh, I well, mean, and it's more personal. So for me, yeah. it, it didn't do me a whole lot of good to watch the news mm-hmm. during the floods because so much of it wasn't in my area. Exactly. And if you did hear something that was reported in the woodlands, it may not be your neighborhood, but on social media, it was to, right there. Down I the street. to tell you, like we had neighbors that, that were just posting, Hey, um, we're all good on Prairie Dawn. How's everybody else? Mm-hmm. Or you had streets that were just chiming in, communicating with each other, keeping everybody up to speed. And I do have to give a shout out to Mike Rape and his amazing oh, wife, yeah. uh, amazing wife, Kathy. They were people from my neighborhood I had never met. Man, he showed up with a box truck. He showed up with a gator. They were taking volunteers down these streets that were so congested that you couldn't get cars and volunteers down them. They were making sure food got delivered. Uh, when we were wrapping up last, not last Sunday, but the Sunday mm-hmm. before, um, it was me, Russell, Kathy, and Mike, Mike, and then some truck driver named yep. Stephen that Steven. came from, from Omaha, Indiana. Nebraska. Yeah, that's that's a funny story. Yeah, friends of Conroe, but it was us packing everything up that we had and yep. making sure everything was taken care of. And you know, you see these people that they don't just show up for an hour or two. They're going to stick it through the exactly. long haul until it's done. Well, and for those that you don't that don't know, and Mike, if you're listening, I just want everyone to know how well he rocks Jeannie Pants. He is <laughs> like a boss. I think that, well, if you guys go to Facebook, <laughs> you can see it. But I have to laugh because so many people thought that that was a Jeannie costume. But I'm like, it was a camouflage kid's T-shirt wrapped around his head. 
a hideous blouse that he <laughs> squeezed into and genie pants made from India that yeah. I had on moments ago and then he put on and I'm like, well, I think we still have those. I might take those and yeah, keep them. For real. Well, and you know, and that's kind of part of an aspect of this too. Um, you know, it's such a serious situation, but you have to find those moments of humor and lightness well, to kind of keep going through. You and have to laugh through the good, the bad, yeah. and the ugly. Because if, if you can't find some humor, then it's just, it's just torture. Yeah. And well, and, and it really has helped the friendships get developed too, because we're all kind of witnessing you know, you see so many people in need and it's, and it's very sad, but you can, but then you'll see, you know, kids out, you know, they're washing stuff in soapy water to try to get the mold off, but they're splashing each other and they're just being kids. And, you know, it's a good sign, you know, life goes on and you still have to find the joy in it. Well, and I think that a lot of these people that we have talked to, they are finding the joy. Yeah, absolutely. They're so happy. Like when we saw that community gathering there's music there was food there was laughter kids were running yeah. and playing there was a bubble machine and a bouncy house and celebrating life right they were celebrating the fact that you like we've been through the ringer but we're gonna be okay yeah yeah you know and and we're not just abandoned we're not just over here on the side we where forgotten we've been about. forgotten right. right they and relationships have come yeah from that that never possibly would have come about you know, I told everybody, you know, that all this happened by accident, but I think it really just all came out of God's design. Right. It was a happy accident, it right? Was. It was a happy accident. Yeah. So we're going to take a brief break um, and we're going to come back. We're going to tell some more stories and hopefully make you laugh a bit, little bit because uh, we've definitely laughed quite a bit over the last few weeks. So this is Christy Leggett filling in for Nathan on Montgomery County Lifestyle. Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Reach the hyper-local audience in Montgomery County? Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out IRLoneStar.com sponsor for more information. Or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776 with your question. Get seen on TV or YouTube and heard on our podcast, FM, and internet radio. Sponsor your local radio station with Lone Star Community Radio. Good morning. This is Christy with Montgomery County Lifestyle feeling, filling in for the most wonderful Nathan Arizate since I know that he's listening no, now. No, that's too nice. Yeah, but I know he's listening now, so, you know, i got to plug him a little bit. <laughs> uh, anyway, thanks for joining us uh, on Montgomery County Lifestyle here on Lone Star Community Radio. I have Miss Tanya Bryant still in the studio with me. I have not run her off yet. Oh, it's going to be hard to run me off. Oh, that's like, good. That's I'm good. sticking to you that's now. That's good. Glad to hear it. <laughs> um, anyway, if you're, if you're just joining us, we're talking about some of the Harvey Relief stuff that we've been witnessing and relationships that we've seen form and... Um, you know, really talking about the bright side of things because they're in all the devastation and all the bad stuff um, that you see on social media, all the pictures that you're seeing on the news, all of that stuff is real. Um, but there's some good stuff coming out of it, too. You know, I've been through hard times, obviously nothing comparable to this. And right. in every situation that we get, certain words just ring true. Um, you know, let every trial become 
your testimony. Absolutely. You know, like everything that we go through, something good can come out of mm-hmm. it as long as we're willing yeah. to let something good come well, out of it. And, you know, I was having this conversation this morning and it was the same thing. There's so many things, you know, and don't shoot me, but there are so many blessings that have come out of this. You know, the sense of community has really come alive yeah. here and not just Conroe, not just Montgomery County, not even just in the state of Texas, all over the country, because we've been seeing shipments from everywhere. everywhere. Oh, that shipment that we got from Chicago. Uh, first yes. off, okay, so we get that huge, what was it, a 52 53 foot, footer, yeah. 53 footer. We get in there, and the first thing I see is this big, like, yellow poster uh-huh. board with an awkwardly, well, we'll say an abstract shape <laughs> of Texas. Texas. Yes. It was very artistically impressed. It was like an Andy Warhol. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. So we see this sign that a child obviously did, and it's like, we love Texas. Mm -hmm. But then all of a sudden, you see two more signs. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, like, you start seeing the stuff that's come, and then there's these notes. And the fact that we got a brand new, beautiful pair of cowboy boots with a a handwritten card. Yeah, That's our office mascot now. It's sitting up on the desk because... It's a good reminder. Yeah. You know, that's the other side of the country. And I have some friends that just moved to Chicago. And um, just, you know, people genuinely care enough to go out and put these things together and find a 53-foot truck, which, by the way, before this, I never knew how long a tractor trailer was. Me either. Um, when you guys say how big is a truck, I'm like, I don't, it's a truck. It's, it's a like, truck. Do you know. want me to find out if it's a box truck, a Chevy truck, or like a semi-truck? Yeah. I can do that. <laughs> and um, But, yeah, just to see those things, those but that the boots with the note that, I don't even know how big a food bank truck is. I don't either. That delivers pallets of food. Yes, lots of pallets. Oh, that's a fun story. Yes, we'll have to touch on that. I have another delivery from Montgomery County Food Bank coming today, as a matter of fact. I did not order it. I know. This time, she's not allowed anymore. Uh, but we, we took her cart away. But we, uh, just kidding. Um, they cut up my Amex food bank cart. No more rice no more. for me. Uh, and Montgomery County Food Bank has been so integral and keeping everybody fed, you know, I know uh, Connor ISD did a big food drive, which really, really gave them an amazing crazy. influx of food. Oh, yeah. Lines wrapped around people wanting to donate. The cool thing about it, too, is that we're getting it out to all these people yeah. that need it. I'm even hearing stories now of Hurricane Sandy victims that have private groups that sent like multiple, yes. multiple semi trucks full of supplies and food. And I'm just thinking that's coast to coast that is helping each other yeah yeah and you know people want to draw political lines or draw there you know, are no political lines. lines not in a hey, crisis we had a certain political party <laughs> right next door to us yes. and we were volunteering the whole time and yes the first thing he said i'm not going to try to convert you and i was like hey we're all here that's just right. to work. we're all doing this together right one one country one, one country one part like one people yeah yeah and it's uh it's been so cool to see it all come together we've seen shipments from chicago from uh, from New York, from Virginia, from North Carolina, and our our we even got a we got a truck from Florida before Florida. <laughs> yes, got we hit. did. We had boxes of max masks that were delivered from St. Yeah. Croix and from Dubai. Who? Yeah, Dubai. Yeah, yeah, worldwide, getting it's, the love. It's, yeah, lots of love. Yeah, it's been tremendous to watch, and and the variety of things that we're getting. So, and I didn't know this either. So before, um, Harvey hit here. There were a bunch of rescue groups that came to help empty our animal shelters so that the animal mm-hmm. shelters would be more prepared to deal with the crisis situation. Right. Well, one of those groups was from Florida. 
And they actually came down, sent trucks, loaded up a bunch of our animals to that they could adopt out. And they were heading to, and they were going back to Florida. And then here comes Irma. Well, very upset with Harvey. I know. And um, so it was, but immediately these groups from some of the northern states stepped in, Minnesota being one of them, and said, hey, bring them here. We're going to take care of this for you guys. Y'all both Mm -hmm. got too much on your plates. So you see these wonderful networks with social media um, that are all intertwined. I have people that find me. I have no idea how they're finding me. Um, I have people calling me. They're like, hey, we're flying in on Tuesday from Utah. Um, <laughs> uh, let me find a place see. for you. And but it's and it's been such a cool experience. I, before this, I never answered calls from numbers I didn't recognize. I didn't either. Yeah. And now I feel like I have to because my voicemail isn't working. Yeah, mine kind of fills up. No, mine, it won't le- let you leave a message. My <laughs> boss was like, I can't leave you a voicemail. And I was like, well, I think my smartphone's pretty intuitive <laughs> and knows that I'd rather have you text me. <laughs> right. <You> know, <laughs> makes it like, easier for everyone involved. Um, but, you know, so, but it's it's just been so cool to see everything come together. I agree. Yeah. So we know that the distribution center, per se, has been kind of started. Well, all of them have been kind of starting to shut down in this area uh, but there's still a lot of community efforts going on. A lot of people still wanting to come in. In fact, I've got some friends from California flying in next week because they just want to be here to help. This is their hometown. Yeah. Um, they just want to jump in and help. So there's still a lot of ongoing efforts. And uh, we know some groups that are still really in need of volunteers. So I would say, gosh, there's lots of groups right now and lots of resources. So mm-hmm. when we look at Interfaith, um, they still do have some smaller distribution centers that are open. But if any, you don't have to make an appointment right now, whether it's an Interfaith or Crisis Assistance Center. And I am making a call out for volunteers right now. I know yeah. that the Crisis, Crisis Assistance Center. Um, or CAC, as I like CAC, to call it. Yeah. They are just very overwhelmed. Um, they don't have as large of a staff. So if we have extra bodies that can help them. And they may have even put out a plea for can openers. Yeah. Like, that's one thing we didn't even think about with all these canned goods. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need can openers. Um, but... What these two groups are doing is they are equipped to really help in these situations and make sure that needs are met, whether it's housing, whether it's case management, Mm -hmm. whatever that case may be. And they are getting all the resources for the people, whether it's through the United Way. You know, you may not even realize that during all of this, United Way went to work and did the the one thing that they are the best at. They raised money and they raised over $21 million. Behind the scenes. Right. Um, and that's strictly going to be for, for right here in the Houston and surrounding area to mm-hmm. be able to help people who really, really need it. Um, you've got our county commissioners and Kevin Brady's office, mm-hmm. everybody coming together to make sure that from, you know, our leadership side that we're getting the needs met, that oh, yeah. we are communicating with each other, that we are, you know, picking up and helping in an area where maybe, maybe precinct four can't get to something right away and precinct three can, well, they're communicating with each other and making that happen. Yeah. Um, The leadership has been tremendous that we've witnessed. We've, uh, you know, and I know personally from the friends of Conroe, uh, Kevin Brady's office has been integral in helping us. Both Kevin Brady's office and Brandon 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 Creighton. Yes. Tremendous. I mean, when you see these guys coming out in polos, yeah. Just saying, what do you need me to do? What do you need help with? And they're, and they're making there. sandwiches and schlepping water and doing right. whatever we tell them to do. They're not balking at it for a second. They're hiding from cameras. They don't want the yeah. recognition. They just want to help like so many of us. I agree. One thing I do want to say right now, I'm seeing a lot of GoFundMe pages pop up, mm-hmm. which that's great that people want to help. 
But I just want to reiterate that organizations like Interfaith and Crisis Assistance Center really are equipped to make sure that those funds get utilized properly. And I know that Interfaith received a couple generous donations of uh, $250,000. Wow. One from Huntsman um, and another, I believe, from ExxonMobil. But Huntsman came back and said any additional funds that are raised, they will match that up to another $250,000. Wow. So why would we not want to double our money? Yeah to be able to help resources right here in Montgomery County. And we're going to need it, guys. I mean, you know, we really do still have neighbors that are living in in tents under tarps, some of them in their houses that still need to be cleaned out. So those funds are going to help, and these agencies can help really bridge the gap. Because these shelters are closing down, there's still so many people Mm -hmm. that still need solutions to get them through until they can get their homes rebuilt or relocate. And so these... You know, these organizations are awesome and tremendous. They're skilled and have the resources to help everybody. You know, and I think that we do have some people that are afraid to go in. Maybe it's their pride that gets in the way and they don't want to ask for help. Or maybe they are undocumented and they are scared. Mm -hmm. Right now, there's no need for any of that. These organizations are helping. Yes. Plain and simple. It doesn't matter where you're from. It doesn't matter whether you have papers or you don't. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. Yeah. They're helping. Well, and we're all in the same boat together. And we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit more about some of the resources that are available, who you can contact, if you want to get involved, how you can help. Um, we still need it here um, all over our area, so many neighbors hurting. So stay tuned. Um, this is Christy Leggett uh, filling in for Nathan here on Montgomery County Lifestyle. Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show. With monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the message line at 936 Six four seven three seven seven six to take your first step into the radio world. Hello again. This is Christy Leggett with Montgomery County Lifestyle with the um, ever dangerous Tanya Bryan. So dangerous. So dangerous. I live on the yeah, edge. That's right. She can order soy milk with the best of them too. Hey, I carry ice and water when my back is hurting. <laughs> crazy. <laughs> She's a wacky, crazy girl. Right? Anyway, we're talking about um, all of this Hurricane Harvey stuff and all the cool things that we've seen and, you know, some of the sad stuff, too, because it's, it's reality. But one of the things we definitely want to talk about is how you can get involved. How, how you I can interject in. based on the information that we got Absolutely. during the break. Um, If you were listening previously, I mentioned that you did not have to make an appointment for the Crisis Assistance Center, and we are actually being advised that they would highly prefer if you did. That phone number is 936-539-9211. So it'll just allow you to get help quicker and in a more organized fashion. Well, and it'll help you save your time because you've got probably 10,000 things you're juggling if you're needing help and you're still 
having to deal with work and having to deal with kids and dinner, put, getting dinner on the table. And, oh, yeah, I forgot that I've got no carpet. My house is full of water. Hey, but if you're somebody who loves Black Friday and you love the lines, then don't make an appointment. Yeah. And just wait around the block. Like, they, they will yeah. let you do it. There sure. you go. <laughs> and we also have, um, so one of the groups that has been helping a lot, too, is um, the First Assembly of God Church um, over by Cracker Barrel on 45. They've been distributing, too, um, in a variety of products. We've been helping them. Um, kind of fill in the gaps where they've where they've been kind of depleted, uh, but they're also helping people too. <clears throat> they've been a great resource for us. There's a tons of I mean, there are so many churches mm-hmm. right now that are helping. Yeah. So, you know, for those of you looking for an area to serve, you know, contact your local church. Yes. They may have a spot for you, and if they don't. You can contact Interfaith. Mm-hmm. You can contact Friends of Conroe. Yep. You can contact the Crisis Assistance Center. And I do want to give, um, I, I want to kind of highlight one website that is just awesome. It's oh. called relieflist.com. Um, Justin Keller started this website to really identify areas of need. Uh, if people were affected by Harvey or if they were affected by Irma, mm-hmm. what their needs are. Do they need help with demolition? Do they need help with babysitting? Do they need supplies? Like whatever it is that they need help with, they go in, they fill out a quick form that says, hey, this is how to contact me. This is where I live. This is what I need help with. Meanwhile, you have other people that just have a heart to serve mm-hmm. who can go in and they can look and see, okay, here's a list of houses based on you know, this zip code and we want to go do demo work or my teenage daughter can come babysit for a few Mm -hmm. hours or whatever the case may be. You can go in, look on that list. You can fill out a form to say, hey, we're we're on the way. We're going to go help. It's like Match.com for disasters. Right. It's like Match.com, but positive. Yes. Not that Match.com isn't positive, but I just, I hear the horror stories. (laughs) Yeah, but it's very cool. So whenever I heard about it um, via social media, I went on there and I was just kind of looking and I think they had really just launched it, at least in this area. And I was seeing so many people that had already gotten on and said, this is what I need. Uh, This is what I'm looking for. Please help. Oh, my car was flooded. I need a ride to work. I mean, there are all kinds of things. And then you have, you know, you can go in there and say, okay, well, this is where I live. Show me what's there. And you can find all these neighbors that you can help. And, you know, even if you're new to the area and you don't, know anybody or uncomfortable about trying to find a place to plug in this is such a great way to help you meet your neighbors too Um, you can see you know who needs help and who might want to join and help you on a project well and one other thing that i do want to encourage everybody to do right now some of us are back to life as normal we weren't affected we were you know blessed beyond measure Mm -hmm. during this time but you know what you guys are still going out there and you are getting gas and you're going out to eat and you're you know, you need to buy a new shirt or whatever the case may be. And one of the biggest ways that you can help have an impact, even not by donating, but choosing to shop locally, eat locally, go to those small businesses. You know, if it comes time, you know, to decide where you want to eat or what you want to do, try to spend your money locally Mm -hmm. with a small business to be able to help encourage that growth that's happening. Absolutely. There's an awesome um, Facebook page called what is it? Eat, shop, and live local. Yes. And there's so many great stories that are going on in there of good things that are happening here locally with small business owners and just people here in the community. Right. And they are a small business and they have so many relationships with other small businesses and they've really brought them into the mix too and given them a channel to get involved and help on the levels that they could, that they were comfortable with. So a big shout out to them. You know, I was in a meeting um, at the Conroe 
at the Woodlands Chamber, what, yesterday? Mm -hmm. No, yesterday. And I heard a statistic that like 40% of small businesses will not be reopening after this. And that's devastating. I saw a list, somebody posted a list of all of the businesses that were currently closed because of flooding in Harvey Mm -hmm. and Kingwood. And I just kept scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. It's, you know, the one thing about social media is when you see the pictures, they speak to you. Yeah. But when you see it firsthand, I, it takes your breath away. It does. You know, my, um, I'd been working in the distribution center, so I hadn't really had a chance to get out like you guys have. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you, I haven't really talked about what all Tanya has done, but whenever I saw her out at Woodlock in rubber boots, sweating, you know, in the oppressive heat and humidity that we Can had. Can I just say, if you're not doing demo, don't wear rubber boots. <laughs> yeah, this is true. It's so hot. It's so hot. But, I mean, really just jumped in on the front lines with people that she'd never met in these neighborhoods that were literally destroyed. The, these homes were completely underwater. A lot of them, I think they said 11 total, just in that subdivision, were completely gone, washed away after the storms. Um, but whenever you go there, so my husband went out first. He went to go take a delivery and... He was like, hey, we'll go out and we'll distribute water or whatever. And, you know, my husband's a pretty pretty tough guy. He can he has a softy side. He just doesn't show it to everybody. I but, was worried about your husband because he, he worked himself yeah. so hard that I thought we were going to be meeting some local emergency yes. treatment. Um, but he texted me and he said, I just wasn't prepared for this. Mm-hmm. And whenever we ca- I talked to him on the phone and he would start talking about it and he would just break down in tears. He's like, you just can't imagine how truly awful it is. And then he would go into talking about Gustavo. Yeah. And here is this guy in the, that lives in this neighborhood. His house was literally turned on its side. Yep. And he stepped up as a leader in his community and said, I'm going to help and set up this mini distribution mm-hmm. center and had a system and so kind, but but also very committed to keeping everything organized and making sure everybody got something so that, you know, as things got replenished, people could get more, but making sure that the love was spread for everybody. And can I just tell you that he, Russell and I found out Saturday night, he finally came to us and was like, he, I, I don't even want to ask, but I need some help too. Out of everything that he had been doing, he did not keep one thing for himself, not wow. one. There's so many heroes all around us. Yeah. You know, um, and this has given so many people an opportunity to be recognized for for that heroism. But, you know, people like Brenda and Gustavo, yeah. um, you know, they're not your the chamber members that no. you'd normally see, you know, but um, but heroes nonetheless. Well, and, you know, when you talk about your husband being so moved, I have a very, very, very dear friend of mine. And he was in tears yeah. when he called his wife and his father, his his stepfather lived back in Woodlock and he she told him just call Tanya she knows a lot of people and I never would have known that he was that moved to tears because I know him as the big burly guy he goes out to the deer lease and you know to know that it affects everybody yeah it doesn't matter how tall you are how big you are how tough you are how sensitive you are it affects you and it and it it affects you to the core yeah and it's something that's going to change I, am I I'm there there are life lessons that I've learned in the past three weeks that I know I'll take with me forever yeah well and you see the people who truly have a good heart through this like some of my friends that did this 
that come out just to help people who drove from Sugarland who mm-hmm. were dealing with their own mess to yeah. just come and help. You realize like you see the true colors in people when they do it and they don't care about the recognition. Right. They don't care if they get seen. They just care about helping somebody else yeah. who needs help more than they do. Well, and you know, and it's so important to give, 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 give. It's also so important to allow other people to give too, because yeah. I think that's such a, a vital part in the healing process is allowing people to jump in and, and give something, even if it's just a distraction from their own mess that they've got, right. um, that giving them that ability to, to be effective. Is, it has is like very, a healing property it to it. When you get to go home and you know that you just worked a really hard day doing whatever, you can sit back and know that you did something that mattered. Absolutely. So, you know, kind of in closing, guys, if you're looking for something to do, there's so many ways to get involved. You know, contact Crisis Assistance Center, get in touch with Interfaith, you know, join the Friends of Conroe. We've got our biggest fundraiser coming up. You know, a lot of people didn't know about us before all this stuff started. And I know, didn't know about you I guys. I know, and we're here to help the community. You know, we help a lot of nonprofits in the area. So come out to Catfish Festival and you can, you know, have a beer and watch some great live music. And all the time you're doing good for your community. It's like a win-win for everybody. You had me at beer. Yes. Yeah, so, um, but, you know, get involved. You know, check out social media. Look for the groups. Give somebody a call. Check in with a neighbor. Um, you look know, on a bathroom wall. My number's probably there. Yeah. <laughs> and and if you need a food, you know, delivery, Tanya's your girl. So right. um, thank you so much for tuning in, for joining us here um, Montgomery County Lifestyle. Um, I'm sure Nathan will be back tomorrow and everybody can breathe a deep sigh of relief that you won't have to hear my voice again. But uh, thanks for letting me join in. And Tanya, thanks for being here. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. And um, we're just very happy to be a part of this community. Thank you. Montgomery County Lifestyle, Christy Leggett. Have a great day. Go spread some joy, guys. Thanks for checking out this podcast of Lone Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's community radio station. If you enjoyed this recording, make sure to check out our past shows online at IRLoneStar.com or their respective video or podcast formats on YouTube, Google Play, or iTunes. If you have any questions regarding the show, either it being about sponsorships or questions for the host, contact the station manager at D-I-C-K at IRLoneStar.com or call the station at 936-647-3776. This show was recorded in downtown Conroe, Texas, at the Lone Star Community Radio Studio. And Lone Star Community Radio reserves all rights to this recording and images.